Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I certainly appreciate you joining me again today. Last couple days we talked about Samson. We talked about being gullible or strong. Well, I'm following that message up with two more that the title is, The Weak Are Made Strong. The weak are made strong. Our Heavenly Father, in our weaknesses, give us strength. Give us strength to be men and women of God. Strength to stand up for those things that are life-changing. Things that are changing the world that many would come to know you as Lord and Savior. Lord, open up our hearts. Open up our minds. May people see you in us. Lord, I thank you for these wonderful listeners today. I thank you for their lives. And God, if there's anyone here listening today that's struggling with their walk with you, anyone here struggling with their life and choices, anyone struggling with their health today, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch them, that they would sense the power of God on them right this moment, that God, you would be near to them, give them strength in their weaknesses. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what? God's power overcomes our weaknesses. Yes, his power. On our own, we can't do it. On our own, I am weak as weak can be. I need the power of God to lead me every day, all the way, all along the way. You know why? Because I'm going to run into mud puddles. I'm going to run into ravines. I'm going to run into things that are going to be hard to get out of. And on my own, I cannot get out of them. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, For to be sure, he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by God's power. Likewise, we are weak in him, yet by God's power we will live with him in our dealing with you. As Paul was talking about dealing with the Corinthian church, he says, but with God's power we will live with him. We will live in his presence. We need the power of God. People of God, I need his strength. I need him to help me overcome those things that take me back. And I can tell you this, God is with us. You know, he will always watch over us. We need God's overpower to help us overcome weaknesses. See, Paul used his thorn to become strong. Remember the Bible? It said that Paul had a thorn. Paul, and they said that thorn is probably, people thought, as you look into research of that, that he had some kind of probably physical ailment. But you know what? He dealt with that. He actually used it for God's glory. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 through 10, we see Paul saying, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. He wanted him to take the thorn away. God, please take this from me. Lord, I release it to you over and over again. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Do you think God was trying to get something across to Paul? He was. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. My unmerited favor is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness because we're all weak, and I want to show you my power, and I can work through your weaknesses. Why is A lot of people said, why didn't he just heal him? Because God had a greater work in mind. You see, God sees the big picture. We don't know why everybody's not healed. I have seen some healings that have been absolutely a miracle, miracle healings. I've watched them happen. And then I've prayed for other people that I just knew God wanted to do a miracle for, but yet 
they were not healed. But at least they weren't healed in my way. They weren't healed from their disease. Maybe they were healed because God took them to heaven. I don't know. You think The thing is, I don't care if you're a pastor or how close you are to the Lord, you don't know what God's will is. You just ask for God's will. You seek his guidance, and you know that he can do it. You see, he says, ask anything in my name, and he can do it. We know that. So Paul goes on and says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may be rest on me. Paul said, man, I'm, you know, I boast about my weaknesses. I'm telling you, I've got weaknesses, he says. You know, because I want God's power to rest on me. I want to be honest before God. Sometimes we need to claim it. Lord, I'm weak here. I'm weak in this area. Lord, I need your help. You know, and I have had to do that in my life. I've, You know, there's times I've been weak, times I've struggled with things, and times I just needed the power of God to move me in my life. Then he says in verse 10, that is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Is that an interesting statement? For when I am weak, then I am strong. He says, I delight in insults when people are insulting me for the sake of Christ. When I'm going through hardships, you know, is that a positive prayer or not? Can you imagine going through hardships and you say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this mess I'm in. Thank you for all the struggles I'm having. Folks, that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. He says, in, in hardships and, and in difficulties, you know, I, I delight in weaknesses even when I'm going through difficulties. See, that's a perspective that will take us to new heights in our spiritual walk when we start realizing, hey, we're going to deal with life like everybody else. We're going to go through ups and downs. Life is sometimes going to be a roller coaster. I do not like roller coasters. They're not my favorite. One thing, I don't like height, and I don't like the idea of uh, going to the high and then coming down and feel like I'm going to fall out of that thing. I just don't like that. A few years ago, we went to Disneyland, and my wife loves rides, and I just, and so does my daughter, and I'm the lone duck because I don't care for them, but they talked me into going on that ride in California Adventure called Screamin'. It's a great big roller coaster that's faster than all get out, and you get rolling, you go upside down, in and around, and everybody's screaming. That's why they call it screaming, and they're all having a great time, and I'm scared to death. They take a picture of you as you come out, and you see my eyes are as wide as apples, you know, and just like that, and they call that fun, really? But, you know, we're going to go through times in our lives that not necessarily easy, but, you know, sometimes people use their weaknesses as a crutch. Oh, I can't do that because I'm weak in that area, or I have this situation. I just, I just don't dare do that. You don't dare do it because you don't want to do it. You're not allowing God to give you strength in your weaknesses. You know, the churches would take off if you would allow God to work in your life. You had people that would say yes and work. And I told you yesterday that my daughter goes to Rock Harbor Church, which is a huge church. They have five services, beautiful new building on Chinden, and I would encourage you to stop out and visit them sometime. I'm going to have, actually, Pastor Paul on with me here sometime soon. But you know what I'm impressed is there? They have so many workers. They have so many people. You walk in, there's, and they're dressed in green shirts. and says Rock Harbor on them. There's probably, I bet there's 20, at least 20 people around there that are telling you where to go and what to do. It's pretty impressive because they're saying yes to the call to try to reach people, and they are reaching people at an amazing clip, probably the fastest-growing church in Boise or one of them. But, uh, and my daughter, like I said, and my son-in-law going there, and 
I can now go there some too because they have a 4 and 5.30 on Sunday afternoon services. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I'd love to be taught. And uh, Keith is a great guy, and God's used him for years and years and years. So we need to rise above them with God's strength. Rise above the issues with God's strength. Remember, it's God's strength. God isn't impressed with strength or self-suffering. He's not in strength, uh, impressed with your strength or your self-suffering. The Bible says in Matthew, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Blessed are those that struggle in their lives. Because, you know, it's, it's not easy. And they have to count on God. They have to lay everything to the feet of Jesus. Sometimes we have it so easy that we don't even think about it. And so we don't, we don't taxi or call upon Jesus at all. See, God uses imperfect people. He used the Apostle Paul. He used Moses who had a speech impediment. Oh, just to lead the people out of Israel. He led people that had all sorts of issues in their lives, all sorts of thorns, as Paul would say. But yet we give in and we say, ah, I can't, I'm just, he's, he's picking on me. He's picking on me. I watched a Christian movie the other night at home, and, and the girl, the lady, had lost her husband in the war, and she was having problems with her daughter. All sorts of things were going on, and she blamed God. She was just saying, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? I served you. I did this. I did that. Folks, if you are in that kind of mentality, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle because God uses your imperfections for his glory. Remember the story of Gideon? Gideon recruited thousands to fight the Midianites. I think 32,000 to fight the Midianites. That's what he wanted. And God said, no, I don't want that many people. And he willed it all the way down. God said, finally, Gideon, you're going to have 300. 300 people. 300 people? Well, then that made the odds 450 to 1 against Gideon. But he said, I'll take care of you. It's a faith issue. God was teaching him faith. And, of course, Gideon won. Of course, God, the 300, beat the thousands upon thousands. Why? Faith, believing, and obedience to God. People, are you faithful to God? Are you obedient to God? Are you there for God? You're saying, God, I need you every hour I need you? Or do you just say, no, Lord, I'm a mess, and, you know, you've allowed all this to happen? Don't blame God. You need to turn that around right today. If you are struggling with that, if you're blaming God for something, hey, I, when I lost my little boy back 30-some years ago, you know, when I lost Luke, no, 28 years ago, excuse me, you know, I just said, God, what have I done? Lord, am I being punished? I had all sorts of things going through my mind. We, you, when you hit a crisis situation, you start looking at everything. God says, I will give you strength in your weaknesses. I'll give you power. Tom, Denise, I will, lo- I will use your son's death for the glory of God. And he did. The church grew rapidly after my son passed away. And my son's just waiting for us in heaven, enjoying the presence of Almighty God. People, let's be positive. Let's look to God for strength. Let's let him make the weak strong. And I'm going to do part two tomorrow. I hope you'll tune in. I hope your day is filled with the glory of Almighty God. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www 
www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.